Hi, this is Mark Sevy with Plot Points Podcast. Uh, it is a slightly overcast uh, Sunday, uh, which I'm all in favor of. It gets too damnable hot in the summertime. Uh, obviously, the most of the country is feeling that uh, with us. But the the coolest dude on the planet is with me. His name is Christopher Styers. <laughs> Hi, Mark. Hey, Chris. How you doing today? I'm doing good. Yeah you you uh, you keeping you keeping it cool where you're at? Yeah, All trying right. to anyway. Yeah, well, you don't. I don't think you have to try that hard. You're pretty cool. So, um, we just so everybody knows, we are Plot Points Podcast. We do this bi monthly, which um, I'd love to do it more. I just don't have the time. You know, I don't think people realize. Well, I mean, there's not a lot of post-processing, post-production on this podcast, but it does take a, uh, it does take some time to do the editing, the, the, you inserting the interstitials, which are, which is music in between segments, you know, cutting out my stupid, stupidity, um, things like that. So, so it's a, like with movies and, and anything else that requires post-production, that's where a lot of the time goes. Um, yeah. But you can reach us at plotpoints.com. You can call 919 Scripts, which is 919-727-4787, or just find us on um, Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts. We're all over the place. I, we, we get picked up. This is what's great about podcasts is we get picked up by a lot of these companies. We don't have, I don't have to do any of the marketing. Um, so yeah, it's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so Chris, uh, you've been probably watching some great, uh, some great television or movies. What, it, what's, uh, what's on the agenda for the, for this coming week? What are you going to watch or what have you been watching? Well, I last yesterday, I ended up watching Marry Me. Oh, okay. And uh, the day before, I saw The Gray Man. Oh, yeah. Okay. And uh, an older movie, Devil in the Blue Dress. Devil in the Blue Dress. There you go. Uh, Denzel Washington. They should have made a series out of that with Denzel. It's never too late. Well, not with, I don't know, Denzel, maybe. Maybe he's time. Maybe it's time for him to switch from being A-list uh, movies to A-list television. So. Oh, but that was such a good movie. Yeah, definitely. That's based on a on a what's what's the author the uh, writer um, uh, Walter Mosley. Mosley, yeah, right, right, right. Yeah, which yeah, yeah. A series of books about E. Z. Rollins. Yes, yes. I yeah. I think I read the first one of the first ones years and years ago. Yeah. Uh, so um, I've been so Prime had a special where you could get a bunch of streaming services for uh-huh. 99 cents a month uh, for two months. So I've been watching mostly Paramount plus, but I've, I, I've, I'm watching also city on a hill, which uh-huh. is showtime. Um, and I've been watching, I finished um, the offer, mm-hmm. uh, which was, I thought, I mean, I, it gets a lot of, you know, uh, I don't know. I, I don't know how you feel about this, but I mean, everybody's calling it the Rudd father, the Ruddy father. I mean, everybody thinks it's, you know, it's just all about Al Ruddy and stuff. I, I just, not. no, I, I, and I enjoy, I really enjoyed this. If even, yeah. if even, uh, excuse me, even half of it is true. It's remarkable that this yes. movie. Yeah. So yeah. also I've been watching uh, Star Trek discovery Picard and Star Trek, strange new worlds. Uh-huh. Um, you know, pretty much in rotation, uh, and they're all quite different. They all have different challenges. Uh-huh. I think my favorite is um, Strange New Worlds. I that uh, Anson Mount yeah. is just amazing. Um, 
and, and I think the, 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 it harkens back to a, to the older, um, Star Treks more than Discovery mm-hmm. or Picard. So, um, yeah. anyway, they're all good. I, um, I don't know if I'm going to continue the streaming services after the trial, but I'm really enjoying this material right now. And, yes. uh, I, 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 you know, I, I know you raved about, uh, the offer, uh, oh, the, yeah. when, when you saw it. So. Yes. Do you think they're going to be? Do you think there's going to be a Godfather two or anything like that? Probably not, right? No, because putting it together, putting everything together, pulling everybody together, mm-hmm. is, you know, when you don't have any track record, that's different than hey, we've won the Best Picture Oscar, right? Who, right. Who, who wants to come on board? Right. Which. Well, Godfather and Godfather Two won even more awards. It was yes. it's considered one of the, one of the finest sequels ever made. So yes. uh, that on that and then of course Al Ruddy isn't involved in in Godfather Two. He went out to make the Longest Yard with uh, Burt Reynolds, which yeah. yeah, another terrific movie. So, all right, well, let's see. So uh, we're Plot Points Podcast. Uh, Chris is a really accomplished author. Eight uh, books and a ninth one in the works, uh, yes. not in not in the works, writing it in the works coming up to be published. Right. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And what pro- where are you in that process? Uh, my publisher editor has it. OK. And she's supposed to be going through it. And then when she's done with she'll be sending it to me to review. Mm. Now, I mean, how long is the how many pages is the book? Like a couple hundred uh, no, it's actually the longest I've ever written. Oh, it, it's over four hundred pages. Wow, that's a that's a tome. Do you? Uh, I, I, you know, without I, you don't have to. You don't have to say if you don't want to. But I mean, do you have? Do you go through it and read it again? Oh, more than once. No, but I mean, like after she sends it back, will oh, you? When, yeah, I'll end up reading it again. The whole thing, or just her? Just her? Like. Uh, yeah. I'll go through the whole thing because she'll make comments or suggestions on something. And if I don't know what came before that, I may not understand what she's trying to tell me. Mm. I still think that's, uh, that's just, it's, I, I don't think I, I don't think I have a novel, not that kind of a novel in me. I just don't yeah. think I can commit to that kind of, uh, that that kind of uh, work, but um, well, well, let's so let's talk about what else, as long as we're talking about this. Oh, uh, you can find Chris at ChristopherStyers.com. He has an Amazon author page, a Barnes and Noble author page, Smashwords, uh, just about wherever. And his books are legitimately published by publishers. They're not self-published, which there's nothing wrong with that. I I love self-publishing, but. Right. You got to be a special author for people to actually commit to uh, time and money to uh, the process of publishing your book. Yes. Yeah, you know, they must your books must do pretty well or else they wouldn't be uh, they wouldn't be out there. So wow. uh, anyway, and I can attest to the fact that they're well written always. W- you're welcome. Uh, you deserve it. What else have you been working on? Um, work finishing up a rewrite of my latest screenplay. Mm hmm. And I've got to think a fairly good idea for my next one. Oh, fantastic. Okay. Well, you can, you can ruminate on it as, uh, yes. as the summer progresses. Um, yeah, I, uh, so I've been 
dabbling in your world a little bit with uh, uh, with some. I'm I'm putting together an anthology, um, right. some really talented writers, uh, and it's very close to being done. And after that, I'm going to do another one, but I'm going to focus uh, most specifically on some screenwriting stuff coming up. And then I'm always, I, you know, my classes are ongoing. I have a new, a new semester starting Tuesday, if anybody's in, interested um, on that. And yes. I will be running an intro semester, I think, pretty soon. I got to make a decision on that today. And then uh, let's see what else. Um, I'm pitching a couple articles to Creative Screenwriting Magazine. I come up with one I think uh, I'd like to try involving uh, scenes, scene structure. So we'll okay. see. We'll see how that goes. But uh, you know, the the thing is, as we're both accomplished professional writers, we've been doing this for quite a, a long time. And one of our mentors told us, you know, very wisely, no matter what he sells. He'll still be doing the same thing the next day, which is writing. Yes. Um, and then, you know, that's a great sensibility because we don't you don't stop writing. You don't you don't just no. say, you know, that's it. I've done all, you know, everything. I mean, maybe maybe like guys like Stephen King could say something like that. But my, I'll never probably, uh, you know, uh, unless I'm on my deathbed and then I'm going to be pitching ideas to whoever the nurse is, you know, it's yeah. like, so, Hey, uh, can you take, can you write this down, please? Cause I can't move my hands. I have, yeah. uh, you know, I, I, I'm infirm, but please write this down. Chris and I both believe in, in hard work in order to accomplish what we're trying to accomplish. And it's, I, I think it's the goal, right? Uh, yes. always be better than you were the time before and never stop, never stop right. writing. So we came up with uh, – oh, so, again, plotpoints.com uh, is the website. You can go to iTunes – I'm sorry, Apple Podcasts, Amazon. 919 Scripts uh, is a place to call and leave a comment and stuff like that. Uh, what was, So we decided to do – I'll tell you, I don't know about you. I, this was – this was a massive category. We should have we should have narrowed it down a little bit, but even more than we did. Yeah, it was uh, the yeah. top five comedies, uh, 20, 2000 to twenty twenty two movies yeah. only, movies yeah. only, and we and I ended up being overwhelmed. But how, what did you come up with? Okay, here we go. Uh, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. What a great great movie. Okay. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. Okay. Something's gotta give. Oh yeah, uh, that's a great movie. Nicholson too. and Helen yeah. Hunt. Oh. Yeah. And then uh Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. Mm-hmm. I just love this movie here. Enchanted. Oh God. Wonderful film. Just yeah. one of my favorites too. And yeah. I I you know what here's the here's the funny part about it. Not one of your movies crosses one of mine. No, oh, okay. but, but all of yours, I would say would be on my list, all of them. And especially enchanted. What a, uh, oh. Amy Adams was amazing. It was, yeah, it's one of those movies you watch with a smile on your face for an hour and a half. Yeah. Usually in my intro class, I assign it as part of the romantic comedy uh, lecture and uh -huh. it always never, it, it always makes me smile. Like you said, it always Never, it never, it never disappoints. It's just all, I just did a marvel at that movie. Uh, yeah. 
Amazing concept, really well done. I always mention the scene where she's calling the forest creatures in the city of New York and she gets... And yes. she gets cockroaches, pigeons, rats, uh, you know, uh, it, it, instead of the chipmunk, the cute chipmunks yeah. and birds, she gets all the vermin uh, of New York City. So. Oh, well, I like watching Patrick Dempsey's face. Uh, yeah. When he, she, when she, no, well, in the scene where she gets everybody to sing and dance in the park. Right. Uh, you know this song? I've never heard this song. Yeah, it's, that's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's brilliant. It's one of my favorite uh, favorite pieces of cl- that's a f- favorite clip of mine to watch. Yeah. So. Um, so I came up with, okay. you know, a completely different list. And I can't say that, like I said, your list would be on my list. I, I could definitely see that. But I came up with Shazam, which is it was a superhero movie. Uh, I thought really well done. Funny. The Hangover. School of Rock, which is. Oh, OK. Yeah. I, I Didn't you? Wasn't that fun? That was a fun yes. movie. Yeah. Rush Hour uh, okay. with oh, uh, yeah. yeah Jackie Chan and uh, an odd kind of like a, a a slow burn comedy called Saint Vincent. Um, that one it, I'm not familiar with. Yeah, it's um, uh, what's his name? Uh, lost in Lost in Translation. Oh, uh, Bill Murray. Bill Murray. Yeah, Groundhog Day. Yeah, he he's he is the central character it's uh-huh. really it is really well done and and it's fine it's it's got a wry sense of humor it's not like yeah. hangover where you're finding where guys are jumping out of the trunk yeah um but it's it's really well done so anyway there are 10 movies that you could watch this summer that would really tickle your funny bone i think yes um, i agree yeah so. so uh chris is at christopherstyers.com and also on uh, every bookseller on the planet, he has a uh, – your last one was uh, Desire and Witchery? Yes. Okay. And that was uh, that was a three – was that the novellas, the three novellas? Well, this one wasn't. Uh, the first two in the uh, Thurian series are three novellas. Desire and Witchery is just one long novella. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, anyway, pick pick that up. Or there's Chris runs the gamut. I, I'm always surprised at the at the breadth of your uh, your writing uh, abilities. Not not that you're not a good writer, but I mean the the fact that you change. You you, you do sci-fi. You do alternate history. You do uh, erotic uh, fantasy. Yeah. Uh, or sword and sorcery, I should say. Fantasy gives it a different, a slightly different meaning. Anyway, it, it really good. So, do we have a? Did, was there a question sent uh, this this time? Uh, yes. Um, how do you create a good expo scene? Exposition. Yeah, Exposition. you know. You know, it's funny. You should. Those are say, tough. Well, and it's uh, so for class on Tuesday. I have uh-huh. an example of a great exposition scene. Uh-huh. And it goes back to, if you watch Raiders of the Lost Ark, my impression is that that's one of the better ones. Uh, uh-huh. When he's explaining to the army what the Ark of the Covenant is and what Ravenwood had to do with it and all that stuff. It's, it's a, I kind of, there's kind of rules to that. One of the, one of the, the, the best techniques that's used in good exposition scenes is if you have a couple characters there, 
make sure that there's a give and take. There's a back and forth. Mm-hmm. Um, one character should not be giving the other character dry exposition. So, so if there's three characters in the scene and one of the characters is unaware of what's going on, the other two characters should ping pong back and forth. Yeah. Then the third character should be asking questions or prompting the discussion. So you're, you're taking, let's say it's a three page scene. You're taking three characters and, and interspersing them around over that three pages. Another rule of thumb is not to make any one exchange all that long. Uh, keep it, keep your, you're speechifying to uh, to to keep it out of your script. Actually, I don't know if I I, I mean I know there's yeah. great there's people. One of the greatest monologues in film that I enjoy is from the verdict when Paul Newman stands up and gives his summation speech. Yes, but you know you don't. It's rare that you get a, a director like like Lumet and a, an actor like Paul Newman. And a writer like David Mamet who can deliver on those monologues. So don't monologue. Don't don't give us a whole, you know, half a page of dialogue. So keep it short. Keep it tight. Don't monologue. Keep it moving. Also, if possible, move the characters or show the either move the characters or show the characters giving like. PowerPoint presentations or graphics or, you know, in, in some of the some of the Star Treks, you see holograms, you know, right. so they call up these holograms and they move them around and it just creates it, it just keeps the scene from being static. The hardest thing to do about a monologue is not to make it static. Yeah. So anything that applies to any scene is what you want to do. But with with exposition scenes, when you have a lot of exposition, to, the other thing, one more rule is only give the exposition that you need at that moment. So don't be putting in stuff that you can, if you can shift the information to another place in the script, another time, do that. Don't put it all in. But the way that you write them, I think, is that you write those exposition scenes, you know, roughly get them out there and then look uh-huh. at the, after you're done, look at these techniques to make them more accessible. Yeah. So uh, first draft, you can, you can, you can mess up a lot of stuff. Just don't, just don't leave it to, I, for me, what I, what I tend to do is I'll write something on Tuesday and then come back Wednesday and rewrite it. And then yeah. that's where I start to apply some of these techniques is moving it around, taking stuff out, keeping it short. All those things apply. So, yeah, it's a great question. And it's something that we all struggle with as writers. Um, exposition is tough. It is hard to do. The, the key, I think the real key is look at what you're giving, the exposition you're giving and tell, ask yourself, do I, can, do I need this here or can this be put somewhere else? And that'll keep it keep it shorter. So. All right. Um, so we'll, we're going to wrap up here in a minute. Um, we have a writer's quote for today, Chris. Yes, we do. Okay. Uh, this is from author Jack London. Oh, okay. Okay. You can't wait for inspiration. You have to go after it with a club. Boy, don't, isn't that the truth? Oh my God. Yes. Yes. Okay. He was a terrific writer too. Um, adventure writer a lot of adventure stuff yes. but, but yeah you know I, I i i often wonder if literature has a place in today's you know world with some of the you know we're just inundated with information there's so much yeah. content and but it would really be nice if if everybody picked 
a couple classics, you know, and read them over a period of time, too. That would be great. Jack London, definitely a great quote. All right. Well, we're going to wrap up. My name's Mark Sevy. I uh, am with a, a good friend and sometimes collaborator, Christopher Stiers, ChristopherStiers.com. He has an Amazon page, um, Barnes and Noble, Smashwords. Um, he's all over the interwebs. He is also coming out soon, hopefully, with his ninth novel. Yes. Um, yes. His his last one, Desire and Witchery, Desire and Witchery, say that five times fast, um, is up <laughs> is up on Amazon. You can find it on uh, yeah, well, it's up everywhere. It's up on Barnes and Noble. But I'm I'm a I'm a big Amazon guy, so uh, go to go to support his work. I mean, you know, he's he. How long did it take you to write uh, this last one, the over ninth a, one? Over a year. Yeah. So imagine he gets, you know, maybe if he gets 50 cents a novel <laughs> or a buck a novel, yeah. uh, that doesn't really add up to much. He does it no. because he loves it. not oh, because. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, he's hoping to get rich and, and be stinking rich like uh, Stephen King. But yes. he's still going to do it. Right. So for myself, for Christopher Styers, for all the men and women at Orange County Screenwriters Association, thank you very much for listening. Be inspired. Do good work.